Broadcasting from another dimension, deep within the Ghost Shrimp National Forest, sending you secrets from the future directly into your motherfucking mind. That's right, everybody. It's another episode of the Go Shrimp and Friends podcast. Down, 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 down. Get it down, 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 down. Oh yeah, episode eight. And I'm feeling great, and I know you are too because you set those goals this week, y'all, and you got some work done. You know what I'm saying? I know everybody. In the 12-week online group workshop, got some shit done this week because it's happening, y'all. You know what I'm saying? They've been cranking out those five-year plans all week. Everybody is pumped. Everybody is productive. Everybody's being fucking positive. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's bringing that high morale. We're building that camaraderie. We're building that community. You know what I'm saying? It's fucking glorious. You know, saying yesterday, I had my vid chats with all the students for the first time. You know what I'm saying? The first session of the weekly one-on-one vid chats. You know what I'm saying? To build these relationships, dig into everyone's destiny. You know what I'm saying? Trying to get people to where they want to go in life. That is the name of the motherfucking game. That is the only game that matters. That's the only game in town. You know what I'm saying? In Ghost Shrimp Town. So, Kyle, a.k.a. My Two Derricks, is a student, you know what I'm saying, a very smart man. He fucking, he was a ghost scout for, he was a cadet in year five and then came back as a counselor in year six, you know what I'm saying, getting down on it, building those leadership skills. You know what I'm saying? Dusty Lupus knows a little bit about those leadership skills because he's been a counselor for the last two years in a row, year five and year six. He was a counselor when Kyle, a.k.a. My Two Derricks, was a cadet. How do you like that? You know what I'm saying? How do you like it? Because I love it. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I fucking love it. You know what I'm saying? That's how we do it. So these guys are great friends of mine. These guys are Ghost Scouts, and we jumped on the podcast last night after the workshop, and we chopped it up. We had a great old conversation, chewing that beef jerky all night. You know what I'm saying? This is a banger. We fucking ganged up on this podcast because it is an hour and a half of just just a couple of bros talking about life. You know what I'm saying? Can you dig it? Well, we're about to find out because without further ado... It's episode eight. All right. We are recording. We are live. Ooh. So today <laughs> we have a very, very special. We have a we have a gang pod, the very first gang pod gang, gang. on the Ghost Shrimp gang, gang. and Friends podcast. We have two very special guests. We have my main man, fucking Dusty Lupus. You know what I'm saying? Uh... And we are also joined by the one and only 
the man who is two men, my two Derricks. What's up? What's up? Oh, yeah. And uh, we just completed the the second uh, week, or no, the first week of the 12-week online group workshop. So this was the first set of vid chats that we had with all the students. And then we just, me and Kyle just had ours because Kyle was... Uh, he signed up for a, as a student this time, so he was the last student on the list. And then Alex mm. is the uh, or Dusty Lupus is the uh, is the is the assistant in this workshop. So we all thought we would jump on here and do a little bang pod, bang bang banging on the pod. Here we are. Here we are. How's it going, guys? Uh, what good. Wait, did you do the intro? Do you do a live intro? Or is no, it no, not? that's what I said. No, I'll do that afterwards. I'll do the intro oh, and outro oh, later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Behind the scenes, BTS. BTS. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. y'all had to be like quiet while you did your like... No, yeah, we were waiting. No. Or dimension. <laughs> I was like... Just like, <laughs> do it now. Just do a live one. Just do a live Broadcast. <laughs> All right, so where we what we were saying, we were just in the middle, in mid-conversation before we were recording, and then uh, Alex said to save it. So what we were just talking about is you guys, so you two were um, the counselors at mm -hmm. Ghost Scout Training Camp Year 6. Yeah, the best counselors. 17. Yeah, the best ones. The best counselors this past yeah. summer. <clears throat> and uh, at the end of Ghost Scout Training Camp, um, we have a tradition where I break out uh, a stack of uh, old uh, daily draw uh, the drawings from this uh, drawing blog that I used to have called the Drawteria, and uh, I've made some new Drawterias, but these are all the old batch. This is all the old school stuff that I was doing in LA at the time, and I have I don't know, seems like a couple hundred of them, but. But uh, I give away some to the to the scouts at the end of Ghost Scout training camp, and I also give them to my students. The last two years, when I've gone to Denmark at the animation workshop, um, I have given uh, draw tiras away to them as well. Mm. And, yes. and, and, and we're upset. About that. <laughs> <laughs> Bad news. And you guys. <laughs> the, so this is so, so you you guys are you guys are some of the most avid collectors of these draw tirias. Yeah. Oh yeah. Avid yeah. I got one that actually says ghost trip on the bottom, and then I have one that says hologram. So very exclusive, very rare. Yes, yes. Tell us a little bit about this hologram. <laughs> yeah, so so in the very, <laughs> very beginning of the draw tiria project, I <clears throat> was signing some of them as my alter ego, Brian Hologram. But I quickly switched over to just doing signing as Go Shrimp. But there are a handful of mm -hmm. hologram signed drawterias and you guys you guys were into those. We each oh, yeah. have one, right Kyle? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My 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 hologram has a this bunny these two bunnies holding a shadow diamond creature in a Birdcage, sitting in a tree. Some sick shit. That's cool. Mine's like some old man holding a football or something. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's Sounds true. like you got a swag one. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, this one's dope. It like covers like the whole page. It's cool. No, that, yeah, that's good. That's good. They're all very yeah. fun. They're definitely very fun. And uh, but it's cool to see how many you have when you lay it out yeah, at the end yeah. of camp. You, you, 
spend like an hour trying to figure yeah. out which ones and we come back we're like fuck which one do I take <laughs> right. for that one right and you guys I see someone else grabbing one I'm just like shoot I want that one that one looks super rare you know <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and and I and uh, the same thing happens when I bust them out in Denmark. It's super funny. Everybody's like agonizing over there. Just some people have the thing of like, oh my god, there's so many. I'm just gonna grab one right away, and they just grab one and they like leave. They're like, I gotta go, <laughs> you know. And then like, and then, like there's there, there's like there was some kids like an hour later. Like I don't know if it was. I feel like actually that was more like training camp. I feel like people literally were there for like for like forty five minutes at camp, like sifting through them. <laughs> and then there were some kids like a half an hour later at in Denmark, you know, just just going over the last ones and and really making their final choice, which is so funny. I love it. But uh, I was saying that <clears throat> as you guys are some of the most avid collectors of the rare draw Tyrion's that there's some yeah, bad yeah, news that i i shared it with Buckle. alex already <laughs> but i hadn't shared it with kyle yet and we were about to share it but then alex stopped me so so that's to catch everybody up to where we are and uh, i was about to tell kyle that um there's two pieces of bad news that oh <laughs> what? wait wait <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> the, the first piece of bad, the first piece, the first piece of bad news is that there is one less hologram one there because someone took a hologram. So just oh, that's minor. That's yeah. minor. That's no. minor. Okay, so someone that's took a, a hologram, person. and then that just makes ours more valued higher. That's, right? that's true. Yeah. Okay, so that's true. So there you go. That, so that's not that's necessarily better. bad news. This is a little silver lining right there. Yeah. But yeah, let so me that's... ask you this, Kyle. When you think back, when you think back about the choices that you made of the draw tiers this summer, was there one that you and Alex were talking about specifically that you might have to come back and battle over? Yes. I'm thinking if it's the right one, I'm thinking it's the small one, right? Your your original one. The first one. Someone took Kyle. Dang it. I know yes. the original. Yes, one of my students took oh. one of my students took the very first one, and it is small. It's how it's, many it, are there? How how many are there's where? There's like four hundred of, of Dratiris total. Like no, there's probably like a couple hundred. I feel like that's like four hundred. <laughs> I mean, like maybe two hundred. <laughs> I don't know about four hundred. Like, that would be like several hundred. Okay. Um, okay. A couple I, is like there's two, like, like you and a person is a couple. Yeah, there was like three, yeah. there was like three um, priority mail envelopes full of them. And now I think it's down to like two priority mail envelopes full of them. So I don't know how many pieces of paper you can get into a priority mail envelope, but whatever that whatever that number is, there's there's two of those left. Uh, quite a bit still, quite a bit still. When you lay them out, it's like you can't lay them all out. They're all just piled on top of each other. It's pretty yeah. ridiculous. You could but, you could do some bicep curls with one yeah, full thing of it. Definitely, it's me. Some weak ones. Some weak ones. Some weak ones. It's definitely Dude, I'm gonna have needed. to go over to Denmark now and like trade with this guy. I like this, that. I like student. the. There should be like a something set up online, like a drawteria exchange, like where you can yeah. like put yours up and like, like people can offer you trades, like you get like <laughs> two for ones and shit. Dude, I wanted I wanted Kent. Kent got one with a crocodile this year. 
Yeah. Fuck. Should have chose that too. Uh, I'm gonna trade him. I'm gonna trade him. This is the initiation. The trading is nice. I don't know if anybody's ever traded a draw Tyria. Like that would be pretty exclusive. The first trade, the first draw Tyria trade in history. You know what? I'm mad I didn't pick up the Beehive Beehive Boy one. Mm. That's like the first Beehive Boy draw Tyria, right? Wait, no, the, no, 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 the one that was on the website. No, because the Beehive Boy was actually created in the Drawteria. Little known fact. Oh, little known Who fact. I think, well, there was, I think there was two of them. I think there was two of them, and I have one stashed away somewhere, I think. And oh, then. Nah. And, so that's a, that's one we got. That's one, baby. I have a couple. I have a couple stashed oh, away. I have some very exclusive oh, top shelf, but those are those oh, are mine though. Those are like the ooh. private stock. That's the private <laughs> okay, stock. Okay, all right, all right. I think I went Listen, through. Dude, I, I got think, two of them. I got two judges. I'll trade you for one. I think I might have like up to ten that I like that I set aside that I didn't want to give away. I think I have a little mini stash of my own. Kyle, next time, Dan's cutting trees down. <laughs> <laughs> You break so in, you're like it. Athena. Where's the stash? Where's the drawings? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, uh, but yeah, so, uh, and then my buddy um, Robbie, uh, one of my friends from LA, has the other one. He bought it for, I used to sell them for $25 when I was making them, and he bought one of the one of the original Beehive Boy ones for $25. And then the, the one that you're thinking of was one that I made in the new set of draw terias. And, yeah. And yeah. those are $100, and Cole just bought that, like, not that long ago. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, okay. Yeah, the new Beehive Boy Draw Terrier, which is pretty exclusive. So, but yeah, so indeed, the 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 first one that my student snagged, the original mm-hmm. Draw Terrier drawing that you guys mm-hmm. both coveted, to a certain extent. I mean, neither one of you did take it. You guys both had the opportunity, and you passed on yeah. it this past summer. I know, I know. It was worst mistake of my life. Yeah. It's not the yeah, best. It's not the best draw, Tyria, but it is very exclusive. You know, what I'm saying it it's it's small. It's like maybe six by six or seven I by mean, seven. It's the first one though, and There's it, nothing. And it had it, it had cool. doodles on the back. It had doodles oh, on yeah. the back. Yeah, I forgot. Ooh. Ooh, and it wasn't. And it wasn't signed. And it, wow. oh yeah, but, uh, wow! But he had me sign it, so it did get oh. signed. Oh, I don't know. I think that diminishes it. <laughs> I don't know. Or, or did that bump it up? Or did that bump it up? <laughs> but it's not a colored-in signature, so it's the only one that has a black and white signature. And it was a drawing. It's a drawing of like a samurai, of like a, some kind of samurai dude. He's like a dude in a gi, and he like had some swords and shit. And it said like something about Bill Murray. Like I can't remember, but it was something about Bill Murray because I was being super. I was super into uh, Harmony Corinne, the director. He had this book called Collected Fanzines. And he would, it was like, it's this weird book where he like would just write all these weird, like it was like handwritten notes and he would write like weird shit about celebrities, like weird random things that like were nonsensical about celebrities. Like a lot of the things in the book are, are that. And I think that, uh, that's where I was, I was drawing, drawing inspiration from that when I did that Bill Murray one. Cause I think that's one of the only ones that has an actual celebrity, actual real name in it. I think it might be the only one. 
I think I decided that it was too derivative or something, and and so I didn't. I don't think I even ever posted that one. So that one's like that's like the concept art for the drawateria. Mm, dang. So, so there's what your was bad. The first published. That I don't know. That I don't know. I think that information is lost to history. Uh, you know, because you'd have to if if the site still existed, but it got pulled down. I don't know if there's any kind of record of it. Uh, it was like I think it was a blogger blog or something, and we would post like you know every day or every other day because it was it was a it was the three sixty five drawteria. So the idea was I made one every day, and I did it for for a bit. Cause it was me and my girlfriend at the time, but then we, we split up. Like we weren't together for that long in LA. Cause mm -hmm. I think by the time I got on adventure time, we, I can't remember if we were still together when I got, no, no, I, I was, yeah. I can't remember exactly the timing, but we weren't together out in LA that long. She moved out there and hated it and everything fell apart. And, uh, and, and, but we made that project together. So, you know, but I don't remember. And then once it, once it, once it kind of disintegrated, I think I deleted the, the blogger uh, site. So yeah, the, the old ones are, are with your ex-girlfriend and these ones are a new revamp by yourself. Right. right. Yes. The new ones that I'm making are completely my own. She used to color mm -hmm. them, you know what I'm saying? Like it was my idea and that to do that came up with the drawteria concept and then I would draw them every day and she would color them. It was like a cool project for us to work on together. And, uh, and then also like I, it was the time where I was working on adventure time where it wasn't on TV yet. And you, I couldn't, nobody even really knew about it. And then you couldn't share anything about it. So I couldn't show any work for a long time. So I was like, Oh man, I need like just a project where I can get work up. So like people see me doing work, you know, it's nice. <clears throat> That's cool. But yeah, so yeah, I'm, so I'm, I'm trying I'm, to do this monthly challenge next month for October called Barktober. Oh, I like and it. I'm going to put up uh, four, four panel comics on Instagram, and you know how you can swipe, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to do one every day. Nice. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So look out for hashtag Barktober. Nice. Barktober. I love it. Watch out for that, guys. Everybody is going to be looking for that. All the podcast, yes. all the podcast <laughs> listeners. Back to the workshop. This is a sick workshop, man. I've been through one, and it, it, and I did a couple of projects, and it definitely ramped up my work. I think it's some of the best work I've produced so far, and uh, definitely evolved from it. Then, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm super pumped about this workshop. I feel like, yeah, last time we were kind of figuring it out. You know, I mean, we, you know, we, we, like I've talked about, we, we, we borrowed kind of all the best ideas that we've come up in training camp and stuff and, and just kind of the level of hype and, and, and getting people excited about doing work in the, in the assignment videos each week and then kind of kicking out what I figure would be some really fun assignments to do and kind of, you know, starting with that progression of like, you know, creating really strong personal work, unique personal work in the first month, and then going towards doing, applying that mentality towards the commercial illustration assignments, and then ending out with doing the, the, the background designs and, and uh, you know, the concept backgrounds and then the production backgrounds. Um, I feel like, uh, yeah, last time we got it, we, we saw people do a lot of really cool work and a lot of people really level up by just digging into it. And, um, I think it's cool. I think the neatest thing about the workshop is I think it gives you a really good gauge of where you're at. Like if you're looking to, 
you know, a lot of these people are looking to make the jump from the hobby level to a professional level. I feel like if you can come in and just breeze through the workshop, then I think, you know, you're really ready to just go out there, you know, like, like at the end of the workshop last time, you know, with several of those kids, I was like, man, you're ready to go out and do it. Like, go get it. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And then, and then for the kids who, you know, maybe didn't keep up with the assignments as well or, or, or missed a few and, you know, but, but, you know, whatever, you know, kind of gives you a good sense of where you're at, what you need to work on. And it gives you kind of a safe space in between just working on your own and posting stuff up and then, you know, working, doing professional work for professional clients. It's kind of a nice, safe in-between space where you can kind of make some experiments, get, get a lot of great feedback, and then really try to hone in what you want your yeah. kind of professional vibe to be. And, and, and uh, I don't know, I, it definitely, it also, yeah, go ahead. It also has that classroom vibe where you have peers that kind of uh, inspire you and motivate you to, to just like, yo, I want to show these people what I can do, you know, Post up that like dope shit next week, you know. Totally, and that's totally. What's cool about it, but also it's very rigorous. Yeah. But at the same time, you're cool about it, and there's no pressure to finish a project, so it releases that 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 bad pressure. Right. Right. Replaces it with the motivation and everything. So like it's yep. it's cool that that if you miss a project, you know whatever, but you know you're tra- we're all trying to do our best there. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because again, it's not to be like, oh, you're wasting people's time by not doing the work. It's like, if you don't want to take it seriously, I mean, you don't have to, that's just on you. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we're going to be here and doing the workshop for, for any level of person that wants to be involved in it, if they signed up for it. And, uh, yeah. So, you know, yeah. I mean, I think that is cool. The, where there's only kind of positive pressure where, the only person that's going to be bummed out or let down that you didn't do the assignment is going to be you. You know what I'm saying? And there is that, there is that accountability of, you know, everybody's posting their shit up and, and, and you do want to, you know, get up there and, and participate in that, participate in the inspiration that's happening with people. You know what I'm saying? Um, cause I think that's the biggest thing. Cause you know, you know, you, I'm sure there's also kind of one-on-one workshops out there where a bunch of people sign up and you just do one-on-one stuff with the person and there's no group dynamic. But I think having that group, having that group feedback, having that group camaraderie, um, I think that's so important as a creative person. You know, I think that's one of the main reasons why, why I was so drawn to create the Ghost Scouts is because it's like just this killer group of people that are, for the most part, on the same wavelength, on the same page, super motivated, really buying into that idea of setting these goals and, you know, just, just living them and sharing it. You know, the workshop is like, is like a mini version of what we do with the Ghost Scouts year round. You know what I'm saying? Not like we do assignments and shit, but people are out there working and then everybody's posting it up. And then, you know, you know that, you know, that everybody's looking for your work and getting super hyped up. And like, there's nothing that hypes me up more than seeing you guys just, killing it posting up work and and, you know online and in the group and just on your own social networking pages and stuff it's like you know people ask me what work i what work inspires me and what work i look at it's like i look at the ghost scout work pretty much you know like i get so pumped on the people that i actually nothing inspires me more than the people that i'm actually friends with that are doing great work that combination to me is the most inspiring is the biggest source of like inspiration to me you know what i'm saying because you have a relationship with these people and then you're like you're talking about work together and then you're creating work together and you're like oh my god look at what they did this is so good like celia will post up shit and i'm just like fuck you like it's like so good man like oh 
You just got to have that, man. Yeah. Like I studied graphic design and it's totally different people than illustrators, you know? Yeah. Um, So being part of the Ghost Scouts has definitely opened my eyes to like having all these people that are dope, sick illustrators. Yeah. Yeah. I I love it, man. I think it's such a huge like encouragement because, you know, like when I was in school, we'd have like, you know, critique day and stuff and it was like harsh. Right. I hate that. I hate harsh critiques. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, but that like camp, and then even in the in the workshop, it's so like people are just like so cool about it, and just like really trying to bring you up and build you up, and like, and I don't respond well to like negative, you know, like yeah. feedback. But if you give me positive, then that pumps me like right up. So I like I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's instructive, man. We're just trying yeah. to make three piece better, you know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think that negative feedback has a lot of purpose. Like, certainly, if there's like, if 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 I don't know. Like, I think that it's just, I think that it's just obvious if someone's not, if there's a group of people and there's like, there's usually three tiers in any group, in camp, in the workshop or anything. There's like the people that are killing it, that are putting in all the effort. There's some people sort of in the middle and then there's some people at the bottom that are like, just, you can tell that they just can't muster up enough enough energy and motivation to really do what they want to do there. You know what I'm saying? So I think that it's just like, you know, they're going to, they're going to know that. And, and, you know, we certainly talk about, you know, how pieces could be better and stuff, but it's never like you didn't try hard enough. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. You know, it's always like, you know, trying to find some, 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 some positive suggestions for, for, you know, how they could, you know, seek out some more inspiration, do this, do that, you know, and really try to get them to, you know, come back and, and, and finish strong on the next one. You know what I'm saying? Not to get, sometimes people will, will miss an assignment or whatever. And, uh, you know, we'll be like, you know, I'll be like, well, do you, do you feel like you want to try to, you know, skip the next assignment and make this one up? Like, is, would that make you feel more empowered or would it be better to just leave this one where it is and then just jump into the next one fresh and, and finish it and, and, and be caught up? You know what I'm saying? Like what, what mentality will suit you better? So I'm always just trying to, trying to, trying to suss out what's going to like unlock someone else's potential and their strengths. You know what I'm saying? It's a, uh, it's an interesting thing. It definitely doesn't work with everybody. You know, some people just aren't in a, in the place that they're going to hear that kind of stuff. And actually they're not ready to be motivated yet, but I feel like for the most part, it does work. Yeah. yeah. So this year we're implementing, right? Like a party. Video part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're like to get out there. You're like, are we doing? Yeah, yeah, we're, oh yeah. yeah we're, we'll have to figure it out with the with the time zones and stuff. But we thought it would be really cool to at the end of each um, section, like order, you know, because you got yeah. the three months, you know, you got mm-hmm. the three sections at the end of each one have a little um, vid chat hangout with that everybody's invited to where we're just kind of having like oh, a celebration yeah. party. Like we did it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. uh, that'd be sick. Yeah, it'd probably have to be kind of early in the day because of the people mm-hmm. in Denmark are six hours ahead. So it'd probably have to be like midday for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. So I think everybody else is pretty close together. I don't know what the – in Manchester in uh, in England, uh, that's probably closer to the Denmark. That must be closer to the Denmark time zone than us. I'm not sure what the difference is. But, but like because it's Canada and then uh, Mexico City is actually only an hour difference from us. When I was talking to the kid in Mexico, yeah. it's only an hour difference. So, but yeah, I thought we we thought that that would be pretty fun. Um, we're gonna get we're gonna jump the guest in around midway. I think uh, Andy J. Miller said he's into it. So 
Oh, awesome. Yeah, we're just finalizing when it's going to work out, and uh, it sounds like probably midway uh, we'll get him to jump in and and, uh, and and do some fun things with people and, and uh, give some feedback and stuff, so that'll be pretty cool. We're going to do a little a little workshop swap. Um, that's yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, because he, he, cool. he had approached me. You know, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I want to hire you to do some feedback in my workshop, and I was like, yo, let's just swap it up, bro, so, <laughs> so that should be pretty cool. And nice. uh, and and really fun because he's uh, he's always a fun guy. We always have so you great. Go on his too? Yeah, he's not doing one currently because uh, I guess he's taking some time off to work on another book. But then um, after that, I think he's gonna be uh, doing a doing another one because he's got it. He's got it. Cool. He's got a pretty legit one going on. He's got a lot of cool stuff in his. He helps people develop their own project, which is cool. I like how our things could almost be complementary to each other as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like we, we, we've actually talked about that a little bit on the phone and he actually wants to develop kind of something that we can work on together at some point, which we were talking about. That would be really cool. Some kind of joint, uh, teaching venture of some kind. Cool. Which would be, oh, which would be sweet. Cool. Cause I think we both have the same message, but we have like just such different voices and such and, and different ways of getting it across that. I think it's, it's fun. Yeah. You know, it's neat. That would be like a university or a school, online school. Yeah, I think he wants to start to kind of put together something like that, where like there's Sick. a group of people involved and and different people are doing different things, and it'd be pretty cool. I'm definitely really excited to kind of see where it goes. Like anything, just kind of letting it develop organically. I mean, obviously, you know, having uh, listening to his podcast. And then having him come out to camp and uh, him talking about the workshop that he was going to do really, I think, got me thinking seriously about doing my own podcast and then doing uh, doing the workshops and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, Do they have online art schools? Is that a thing? Um, they must, right? I mean, <clears throat> I don't know if there's like good legit ones, yeah, but like, like yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, there's yeah. certainly a lot of workshops because, like, a lot of the people that yeah, took yeah, took definitely. the workshop last yeah. time had like taken a bunch of workshops. Yeah. Like so. Yeah. There's like a ton of universities online, so I can't imagine <laughs> that like none of them have. Oh well, no, good ones. Until um, now, dude. Like, U- yeah. University of Phoenix is legit, isn't it? They have advertisements <laughs> on TV. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They have like you the, in the ad. They have like like it's like this cheesy ad where like you go to University of Phoenix, blah blah, and then this guy goes in for a job oh, interview oh. and he has like University of Phoenix socks on, and then the guy interviewing him also has University of Phoenix socks on. <laughs> My sister went to University of Phoenix. Oh Not shit! Mine? Yo, we're slamming down his sister. Yeah, yeah. Yo, my <laughs> sister, my sister wears those socks, dude. She loves those socks. She earned. They don't give you a degree. They just give you. They just give you a bag of socks, man. That's all you get <laughs> when you graduate. I worked four hard years for these socks. Yo, so Kyle, one of the things I wanted to um, talk about on the podcast with you is so you went. Uh, to Go Scout training camp year five as a cadet, and then oh, yeah. you came and and actually Alex was one of your counselors during mm-hmm. that year, and yep. then you came back year six this past year as a mm-hmm. counselor. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I was just curious, and 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 some of the listeners might be curious to see what you uh, what what that experience was like. Dude, it was 
like phenomenal, man. I can't even like describe. It's crazy, man. Like, like your five was like top notch. Your man. five was off the charts. Your five was like, insane. Yeah. It was like a total awesome. blowout. Which like, was your five? Which was your five? That was Kyle's... like that was when Kent Fine. became a an honorary scout. Oh, yes. That was yeah, when Andy J. Yeah, Miller came. Like... Yeah, um, we had like so many people. That was when Mark, Mark Osborne there. came. Mark Osborne yeah, was there. Yes, year yeah, five was yeah. like the big blowout because that Brilliant. was like we've okay. done five years, like a five year anniversary okay. shit. Like, and there was like there was like wasn't there like four or five counselors too? There was like so many people. Like yeah, we had dude. like we had like nineteen people in camp one weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was nuts. And then and Michelle almost fell off a mountain. Oh yeah, yeah and then and Michelle almost died. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was your yeah, five, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, your five was insane. Yeah, because Kyle witnessed. Kyle, Kyle bared witness. The celebrities. Yeah, I was, I was leading the party. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle almost led Michelle to her death. <laughs> that would have been on your conscience forever, man. I saw her like fly hey, past me. It was scary, this. man. It was that's crazy. Awesome. But yeah, no, it was like being a cadet and then like coming back as a counselor. Um, like the counselor is just so um like different but um i don't know like like you were saying like it kind of focused more on like my leadership skills instead yeah. of like uh like the, like the whole like networking and drawing and stuff and um so it was it was awesome and year six was awesome too especially with it being on the short um the short time frame you know mm-hmm. it was the two weeks instead of the full month Right. How did what? What did you think? How did you feel about the about the shorter format? The like, I think we had. I forget exact like eighteen days in camp or something. Yeah. Rather than rather than like thirty one or thirty two. Yeah. No, it was. I thought it worked out like super well. I mean, it was. Um, it was like not like when I was a cadet. You know, it was the full month, so there was quite a bit of days where it was really like there, you had like a ton of downtime. Yeah. But with the with the eighteen days, I mean, I felt like we were like constantly moving and so yeah, I kinda, it was I really way busier it was way busier yeah. yeah so i really liked that busyness it was nice yeah yeah that's interesting because i always think like the downtime because i'm always just trying to trick people to spend a lot of time in the woods that's like that's like my ulterior motive is to like warp people's <laughs> minds by like putting them in the woods for a long time so I, like- I, I always think some of that downtime in the woods is it like it like soaks it soaks the whole experience in a little bit more but like yeah, yeah that's I mean, endurance. That's, interesting. You gotta get, that's how you gain the endurance I feel. yeah 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 for sure I feel like there's a lot more to overcome in that month long period because I feel like right about the period where these guys went home is like right about the period where initially you feel like like you probably could go home. But then, yeah. like, it just yeah. keeps going. Like, you have two more weeks after that, and then you're like, yeah, "Dude, this like, is it's like kind of like a breaking point." You yeah, know like, what I, I mean? feel like yes, that yes. third week is like is like the first, like the first few days of that week is like definitely like morale challenging and like just like whoa like this is still going on for like a long time and then i feel like once you get into the graduation week and the last week it starts to speed back up again and you're like oh shit we're gonna be gone soon and like but i feel like yeah somewhere in that third week there's like a kind of like weird like funny existential limbo that like you know that like Mm -hmm. happens because you've been in the woods for so long like you really go like the next level deep into that woods experience oh yeah no it was weird coming back home for sure after the month long experience, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. weird. Yeah, I haven't. I, I, it'd be interesting to talk to the these scouts, these 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 last group of scouts about it, because I haven't heard people say that 
yet, I don't think. And usually people start to talk about that. Like, I just went home yeah. and sat in my room and I was like, what the fuck do I do now? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, for real. I was like, I was like, there was like running water, like in my kitchen. You know what I mean? You're just like, this is like, how is this like, <laughs> like, wow, this is so much technology. You're like, the house is leaking. The house is fucking leaking. <laughs> You're starting to stuff some dirt into the faucet. You're like trying to fucking you're like ah oh, get it, get the axe. You're like chopping shit up in the house. I almost set out my tent like in the backyard, man. Just slept out there for a little bit. That's awesome. Just set. Up. I think someone did say they set up like a tent in their room afterwards or something and slept in their tent for a few nights or something. I feel like I feel like someone said that. I might just be making it up, but that would be awesome. <clears throat> That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, man, that's the year we built, built the sports field. Oh, yeah. That became sports. Field. Yeah, I go up there and shoot hoops just about every day. Yeah, no, yeah definitely. I usually run up there from my house, do do the jumping jacks and the push-ups, and then, like, shoot hoops for a while and then run back down. Chain. Yeah. The chain net. Yep, shout out Mystery Sack for sending in the chain. Oh, yeah. That's hanging That's strong. Clutch, man. Definitely that is hanging clutch. strong. Yeah, it'd be, yeah. it'd be weak as hell without the net. It'd be weak as hell without the net. Throwing oh, it in oh, an empty yeah. hoop is like not satisfying. You need to hear like the whoosh. Yeah. You need to yeah, but it's like chain, 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 chain. Yeah, I love the chains though, man. The chains it's are cool. Gangster. It's gangster. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's man. It's like this gangster <laughs> potty right now. <laughs> oh gang that gang ganging up on the podcast this is good this is good yeah this is easy this is easy to get everybody in there so yeah we tried this past week we were trying to we had scheduled uh the the po- a gang podcast for me alex and uh yeah. babysitters club and uh suddenly linda to do the joe rogan dream breakdown do you do you oh, remember that, Kyle? Yeah. So yeah, I had I had like well, I've already talked about it on the pod, but there's like an eight minute recording of me with this like crazy dream that I had where like the those three scouts and me were all just like hanging out with Joe Rogan and like all this weird shit happened and some fucking sexual shit let happened. Just say, <laughs> let me just say it's a pleasure. It was a pleasure. Yeah. I'm honored. I yeah. wanted to be close to Joe Rogan in some di- yeah, dimension. No, some, some no, it was like awesome. Dimension. It was cool as fuck. I was like, yo, we're chilling with Joe Rogan. This is awesome. Like, I love it when that happens in dreams. <laughs> Joe, Joe Brogan, man. Because it is, dude. That's like okay. another form of reality. We were definitely there. I mean, only I got to experience it, but we were all there chilling with Joe Rogan. You know what I'm saying? And one wow. of us, wow. and one of us had sexual relationships with him in the dream <laughs> wow yeah yeah I don't, i'm not gonna spoil it you guys know but i don't want to spoil it for the uh, for the listening audience so yeah, so we're gonna right. try to reorganize that but yeah this is good this, this skype format is yeah. super easy to plug uh, multiple people into. that's a juicy that's a juicy old <laughs> fucking <laughs> dream that's it. I, I was cracking up the the dream that I did the the bonus extra on last time the marrying into the Clinton family one. I was listening back to that and laughing really hard listening to that. <laughs> I was laughing today when I was listening to Seven. I forgot what what was I saying? James Bond. Oh, when I was telling the story yeah. about that that uh, that 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 kid fucking ripping that insane bong hit. Dude, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're like, you're like, nah, I'm good, man. And he's <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. That was hilarious. Oh man! Shout out to that guy. Yeah, that kid was cool as fuck. That kid, but he didn't throw up. Okay. So he ripped this huge bong hit, right? But what I was saying on the pod was that what it was the only other time I've ever seen someone smoke tobacco out of a bong that kid oh, threw dang. it. So the kid that oh, I was with, he didn't that would have been insane if I was in an apart in his apartment and he threw up that day in Denmark. No, but he ripped it. It was a giant glass Wait, bong he are had. Are you supposed to do that? That's what they do, dude. They smoke fucking tobacco he, he through packed, a bong? No, I mean I okay, the only time I ever saw someone do that previously was a joke, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like the kid yeah. I was in, we were in high school. Thing, can you drink some like fucking street water? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Bones. Exactly. We were we were hanging out in high school, and someone like dared him, dared him to take like the rip of a tobacco, like rip tobacco out of the bong, and he just booted right afterwards. So, and so in Denmark they do this for fun. But the kid regular. in Denmark, no, he packed up. He had a giant glass bong, and he packed up weed, tobacco, and hash in this giant bowl. It was like the size of like a bowl you would smoke. And he tore that thing down, and he was like, I was like, yo, that was insane. Like, you would be so lit if you ripped that bong oh, hit. Oh, so like too. a spliff, like a spliff. <laughs> he smoked hit. a spliff bong hit. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But that's, that. I feel like a spliff, you're supposed to enjoy it. Like, you're looking at the Eiffel Tower and fucking those Europeans. Yeah, no. that's what they, all, they, all, they all smoke spliffs. Yeah. Yeah, they so love like, it. Like yeah, they, that's all like they do out there. But damn, that's nuts. Like, if you smoke a joint in Denmark, it's going to be, there's going to be tobacco in it. It's going to be mostly tobacco. Well, it's going to be mostly tobacco. Yeah. I'm going to Denmark October 9 through nice. 16. Nice. Hit me up with that that tobacco bong spliff bong hit. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes. Dusty Lupus coming to Denmark, everybody. Line him up. Line I'm up. Just, line up, just, line up, line bong up the bong. tobacco bong hits. Unlimited. <laughs> Unlimited. Yeah, Jared was just talking about maybe going to Denmark as well. Oh, snap. You should yeah, get man. out of there, it. And there, try to go together, go. dude. Do man, it. I, think, I know you're balling out there in LA. Come uh-huh. on, Jared. Mystery set. <laughs> that mystery set out there. Call out. Call him, in a, calling him out. Tr- go scout trip to Jersey Denmark. Boys. The Jersey Boys out to Denmark. That's Come right. On, the Jared. Jersey Boys out to Denmark. That, that would be... That would be the if if you got all together, that would be five Ghost Scouts. That would trump the meeting of four Ghost Scouts that just happened this year. So that would be the most exclusive international meeting of Ghost Scouts, the largest international oh, yeah. meeting yeah. so far. Yeah, I just hung out with uh, four. Or was the one cop? The one was when I was just out there because I met up with it was me, Annalia, oh, yeah. Bob. It was so it was me, Shrumanati, uh, Meat Prowler. And Lady Quantum. Oh, yeah, definitely the the biggest international thing. Mm-hmm. But I met up with uh, my cop, Chilbo Baggins. Was that it? And and Alfonso and fucking yeah yeah and Psych Psych Lord. Lord. Psych Lord. <laughs> that was a good old time. That's that good. That's old. good. Well, we're we're gonna have to unite uh, when I come to uh, New York City. On uh, the weekend of November 11th, uh, the oh, official yeah. this is the official announcement that oh, it's, it's the tickets are booked. I know I floated it out there before I, I mentioned it, but the tickets are booked. It's official. 
I'm flying down. Uh, Pratt is flying me down there to do uh, to join in on a. I think it's actually for something called like Comics Fest that they're doing. But <clears throat> and even though I was like, yo, my a couple of my a couple of really cool teachers that that I had are putting it together. And I was like, well, I haven't really done much comics, but they're like, nah, just come talk about your career. So, so they're flying me down there to uh, to jump on this panel, and uh, the homie Ron Wimberly, aka D Pie, is gonna be on the panel as well. It's gonna be like me, him, and like three other Pratt kids. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. We're just gonna talk about shit, I guess. But it should be pretty dope. So, so on that weekend, we'll have to do a gathering of. Yeah, Kyle. Fucking the New Dude, York yeah. City. Yeah. The New York City yeah, Scout I Summit. I can try to make it out there. So, any scouts out there, listen up. The New York City spot. Scout Summit. You know what I'm saying? Got a spot in my house is open to any ghost scouts. Not you strangers out there. Not you weird stranger fucks. Yeah, no <laughs> strangers. You got to be cousins. This is this is the sap. This is the sap running in your veins. You got to have that ghost scout sap blood. Blood, uh, yes. To get, to, to get in on this, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's gonna be fun. So November 11th. Uh, November. That's the Saturday. Yeah. I'm gonna be there yeah. Friday and Saturday, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do some hanging out and some. Uh, we're gonna have some fun in the city, and also possibly yeah, catch a little, better. watch a little UFC on Saturday ooh, night, maybe. Ooh, 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 very ooh. exclusive, maybe a little buffalo, a little Wait, buffalo wild up, wings. Oh, that's your boy, Kyle, your best friend. Oh, out there. Dude, don't even. Talk. Dude, JJ, where's JJ? I'm listening to like Jones and like. Brendan Schaub's podcast like nonstop just to hear. No, like, I, love, I love the fighter of the kid, man. Fighter of the kid. Dude, I, I subscribe. I just subscribe to it. I'm just subscribed. I've been listening. Right, Callie kills me. Brendan Schaub's the man, dude. Yeah. It's fucking dope. Yeah. Dude, I'm so disappointed in John Jones, man. Oh, oh my god. I know, dude. I know. No, dude. That's it. That's it's tragic, man. It's fucking tragic. I don't know what's it, gonna happen to that guy, man. John Jones, man, a fucking was, phenom, fucking world four world years, champion. Dude. Four years. I was talking to uh, my professor in in jiu-jitsu, and he's telling me, "Yo, do you think they should just let everybody do steroids?" You know, and I'm like, "You know what? Yeah, because it's part of the world, and if you're the champion of the world, fucking steroids is in the world." So, <laughs> But he's a beast. <laughs> That's the best argument. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> steroids are in the world, bro. How can you be a world champion if you don't do steroids? They're in the world. <laughs> Guess what? There's people in the world that do steroids and are fucking. I love it. Think about the viewership of UFC. If everyone could do steroids. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, I think like, I think Dude, like maybe maybe high. if there's maybe if there's fighters that don't want to do it and like they say like yo like I'm not on steroids, but then like. They can choose whether they want to fight people who are on steroids or yeah. not. You know what I'm saying? Avoid leagues. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, totally. I mean, well, isn't that kind of what like Bellator is, right? Isn't that like UFC with roids still? It's, kind of. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like soft TRT. They probably let you go a little bit. They yeah. they probably got a little bit of blinders on. Yeah. Well, but, I think I think the idea with getting the UFC. Someone was just talking about this, but like the the reason that they you know, linked up with USADA and Reebok and stuff was basically to sell it, right? To legitimize the yeah. sport and then sell it. Yeah. And that's been done already. So, you know, it's in new, it's under new ownership. And it's, it, you know, that just started like this past year. So who knows? I mean, they could stop that contract with USADA probably 
you know, I don't know how how the contract stuff works, but I mean, I'm sure they could get out of it at some point, and I don't know, who knows? Maybe that would be better for the That's sport. Sad. I don't know. You know, baseball definitely. When the steroids got out of baseball, baseball is like steadily dying out as like a popular sport. So yeah, yeah. way less popular yeah. than it used to be. I heard ESPN like is what did I hear? I heard something funny like they're not even. I don't know. I can't say it. I don't remember, but something about how they're covering like like baseball way less and shit. I think they got rid of like baseball tonight or something like that. Some big shift that I was hearing Bill Simmons talk about or something. Makes sense. <laughs> it's way less popular. NBA is coming back up again in a huge way because because yep. that that's oh, yeah. you know that the the younger people are like way back in NBA now. Like they've captured mm-hmm. that market where the where the NFL not so much, and then the NFL has so many problems with bad press and. You know, the hatred of Roger Cadell and all the crazy shit going on with the protesting now. NFL's a mess and all the CTE, yeah, all the all the head injury stuff. Like, who knows what, what – I mean, it's such a popular sport because of the fantasy stuff. That's really how the mm-hmm. NFL became the most popular. Because when I was a teenager uh, and when I was growing up, hockey was huge. And then basketball was huge and baseball was really big too. But, you know, it was like basketball and hockey were almost the biggest sports when I was growing up, you know what I'm saying? And now it's like baseball's falling out and, and yeah, uh, NBA is looking to retake the NFL. Like, like when I was a kid growing up, the uh, NBA had like a triple header on Sunday and you'd like watch that before you'd watch the football game a lot of times. So uh. yeah, they don't do that anymore because football fucking took over, but. Yeah, I feel like I never watched sport. I just played football and basketball, but I never got to watch sports because the New York, New Jersey was never that good. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, the Nets, like, they were in, in the finals in for a minute. Life. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. yeah. 1992. Yeah. 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 So, so I just ended up playing, and I'm like, I never got to get into that love for my team, you know? Right. Totally. Yeah, no, I mean, like I was posting today, it's, you're yeah, so spoiled in New so England, true. man. Title so Town, true. dude, more titles than any other crazy any man. other city. So it's, it's like, not- yeah, I mean, every major team has won in like the last like <laughs> 10 years, I think, all the all it's four just, sports. Because the Red Sox the won, the Celtics won. The Red Sox have won a bunch of times. The, the Celtics won once. The Bruins won like a couple of times. And yeah. uh, and then of course the Patriots have fucking you know won twice in the last what five years or whatever, something like that, or come it's close like every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Patriots always are always there. right there. The Celtics are always in the playoffs now. The Red Sox are either like the worst team in baseball or they're like contending. <laughs> like they'll like alternate years. Like they'll be like the worst team and then they'll be like winning the World Series the next year. I don't really watch baseball anymore, but. <laughs> But they're like they're super hot or cold, but they've won a bunch of times. So that's pretty cool. It's definitely and the Celtics a... are going to be pretty hot. This oh, year, man. dude, I'm so pumped, dude! I put on I my agree. fucking. It was a little chilly the other day, and I put on that my Celtics starter jacket, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I get to wear this all winter!" Like, so fucking pumped to rock that Celtics starter jacket, dude. Kyrie Irving and fucking Gordon Hayward, like unbelievable. If you told me that, and dude, like we got rid of like. There's only there's only four players from last year on the roster out of 15. We replaced 11 players. Like wow. we're a completely new team. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Only four That's players from last overhaul. year. 
You know what I'm saying? And now the oldest wow. tenured Celtic is like, I think who is it? Is so it? So they got to get their chemistry going. Yeah, no, it's gonna take. It's they're not gonna come right out the gate like all all tuned up. Like it's, but it's definitely exciting. It's exciting. like after All Star break. You know what I'm saying? They'll probably start to be putting it together. But and I think I think our schedule is actually front loaded with a lot of tough stuff. So they're definitely gonna think they face can take it this year. Mm, not no no we're not better than the Warriors I think we might be able to give the Cavs run for their money but if everybody's yep. healthy then we're not we're still not good enough to beat the Warriors but like yeah Durant just got caught talking about <laughs> Durant's yeah. out of wild yeah. shit talking. Yeah. what the fuck he's oh, like a talking about troll yeah Kevin Durant Kevin Durant um he, I guess he has he has he he got he got revealed as having multiple like troll Twitter accounts because like he forgot to switch back like into a troll account and he was posting as himself and like someone was like talking shit and saying that like oh like he's a he, criticizing him for leaving the thunder right and yeah. then he posted like like <clears throat> he didn't realize he was in his in his thing yeah yeah I gotcha he 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 posted from his personal Twitter account that um that he uh that he left because they're like he was like yeah Kevin Durant left because like uh there were you know the 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 rest of the team was garbage and like he didn't like working for you know the the organization and like the only other person on the team was Westbrook like he just like totally like trashed Sam Presti and the rest of the team like what? everybody but Westbrook and it was in his own Twitter account so people have been oh roasting him gosh. for it super hard and he's been trolling people all summer like he's at a super active like they in the sports media they've been talking about it a ton because I listen to like all the sports podcasts like Jalen and Jacoby I listen to every day and I've been they've been talking about yeah. it the whole time Kevin Durant's been like even in just in his own thing on his own Twitter account he's been roasting haters like he's been going after like haters and like roasting them just like normal people that criticize him he'll like roast them and it's hilarious <laughs> like he's been really funny on on Twitter but yeah he got caught out super hard and he he's apologized for it and stuff oh it's so God. funny it's so funny because like you don't you like you don't realize this dude. I mean, how old is he? He's only like twenty five. He's like a twenty five year old millionaire, yeah. and like yeah, you expect like, him like five, like dude. yo if like like I fucking said some ill shit on fucking on, on social media that if I was super famous, people would not be into. Like when I was in Cartoon <laughs> Network, I was getting you know people were writing news stories about the bad shit I was posting. So oh, yeah. <laughs> you know it's like imagine being fucking Kevin Durant and you're doing that shit. People are gonna be going insane. They're gonna be losing their minds. So, gosh, and then did and then I just see didn't Carmelo go to Thunder? Dude, Carmelo just went to the Thunder. Carmelo oh, Anthony. Right. So they got Paul George, Russell Westbrook, and Carmelo Anthony. Mello? Dude, that's, that's pretty ill. That's pretty ill. Paul George can three. defend. Paul George Is can defend. Do the same thing though. No, no. I mean, like, what's no. Paul George's like? Is he, uh, he's like a small forward. Are him and Melo both small yeah. forwards? Melo yeah, basically guard. plays point guard, though. Doesn't he handle a lot? Yeah, but he's 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 basically a shooting. Yeah, he's guard, basically though. a shooting guard, and then Russ is the yeah, point guard. So spot. like, yeah, yeah, no, I think I think they can make it work. I think they could jive, you know, because Russell and <laughs> and Russell doesn't play that much defense. And then mm -hmm. uh, neither Mello does Melo, but but Paul George can, <laughs> and then they'll put other guys together. I mean, they just traded like Enos Cantor and Doug McDermott for uh, 
for Mello to the Knicks. The Knicks didn't get shit for Mello. The Knicks yeah. are the worst. Oh the, Knicks are so, the, the Knicks are garbage, dude. The Knicks are fucking trash. It's so uh, sad because I, I was like, I used to love the Knicks back in the day. Yeah, like, I've yeah. always been a Celtics fan, of course. But, but uh, <clears> you know, when the Knicks had fucking John Starks and Charles Oakley and fucking Ewing, like, I loved that and, Knicks team. I yeah, was a dude, huge Knicks fan of that killer, Knicks team. Man. Like, when they were going against the Pacers, I hated the Pacers, like Reggie Miller and Rick Smiths and shit. So I was oh, all yeah. about that Knicks team. I was all about that Knicks team. And I was, like, a huge Spike Lee fan. So, like, you know, Spike Lee's their, their like, their, mm-hmm. their mascot, basically. You know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> So that's, you know, I love the Knicks. I actually saw the Knicks play in Madison Square Garden when I went to Pratt. That was pretty fun. My parents oh, got awesome. me, like, tickets one one Christmas or something, and I got to go see a game in the Garden, which was pretty rad. That's cool, yeah. But Porzingis is awesome. I love Porzingis. So, uh, you know, I don't know. Hopefully they can put together a team around him because he, he wants to stay in New York. So James Dolan's a terrible owner, though. It's sad. Yeah. It's sad. So many yeah, people on this podcast are listening. Like, what the fuck are they talking about right now? This, we just wrote it out. We just wrote it out. We just talked about like all sports for like the second half. We just we turned camp into sports camp, and then we did. The we did. We turned training camp podcast. into sports camp by building the sports field. We did. We did. Back to you. Yo, but yeah, we'll wrap it up because I got to jump in there. I've been chatting literally for five hours today with all, all right. with all the kids, but. Um, but how about to end it out, to tie it up with sports, the fucking, the, the kickball game that we played at Ghost Scout Training Camp this year was one of my favorite things dude. that's ever happened at camp. Dude, Kent with the cannon, man. Oh, man, that's right. Kent <laughs> coming so in with the heavy, with the, the heavy shoes. Yeah. He's sending the ball down the field, man. Yeah, Kent was booting it over the fucking trees like twice. He like <laughs> he stepped up. He's got For the sure. he's swinging the heavy bat, dude. Kent Osborne okay. has a heavy bat. He's got fucking dude. He's got some fucking rocks in his leg. He's got a hollow leg. He filled that shit up with rocks, and he came in That's fucking a heavy old foot. Yeah, I don't know. You got to look more closely next time because. You know, Kent Osborne has he's he's uh he has a he has a, a um a reputation as a bit of a coxman. So maybe if we looked more carefully, we would see that it wasn't that his leg that he was kicking it with. He might have been oh switching God. it out. He might have been curling a leg up in his pants, putting the dong down that leg, and coming up and just booting it out there with the dong. Dude. Right he was the he was he was cocking that shit out of the park. That shit was he was going. <laughs> He was going deep, dude. He was Kent was going deep. <laughs> and with and we we finally so I think that's the first perverted thing we got into this podcast. Now it's official. Now this podcast is official. You know what I'm saying? You got You got now we'll pull the name from that. You got to have a perverted name for mm-hmm. the podcast. Yo, isn't that funny that did you see that in iTunes they like redact the word scrotum? Oh really? Yeah, like like screw, one of the you know like like when you know if it's like shit, it goes like S H star T or yeah. whatever. They did that to you? They do that for the word scrotum in the title of the podcast. What? Uh, what was the spelling turn out to be? S. It's like you couldn't even you couldn't even guess what it is because it's like S, it's like S, and then it's like U M at the end or whatever, and you're like it's like a wicked long word, and you're like there's like ten stars, and you're like what word is that? You like you never guess what it was because it just is it's invisible scrotum, so it's like invisible shmium, like you have no idea what that would possibly be. 
But it was so <laughs> funny because because the other ones are like like foreskin is in there and dick and dicked are both in the title but for some reason <laughs> well, scrotum scientific words yeah they're like anybody with the anybody that types scrotum they're up to no good they're like that's a deviant there's no there's no reason to ever use the word scrotum in normal healthy conversation you fucking degenerates just say ball sack. Yeah, just say ball sack. <laughs> ball sack probably would work, especially as two words. Oh, that's true. Ball, yeah, that's definitely ball bag. Work. Ball bag. <laughs> ball boy. Sack boy. Bag boy. <laughs> sack boy should just be someone's code name next year. <laughs> sack boy, bag sack, sack bag, uh, yo sack bag, face. yo sack bag is a good one. Sack bag, sack bag, <laughs> sack bag. We already we have mystery the... sack though, so I guess that's too oh, much. We sack. did get it's... beef rider on. Beef for... rider, beef. <laughs> shout out, shout out to the beef rider. Yeah, that's a very healthy code name. I really yeah. like it. It was so funny because, because very strong. Becca's code name was gonna be Driver's Ed. And she really was like, any other nickname but that? Any other nickname but that? And then she ended up with Beef Rider. And she would, I think, gladly switch back to Driver's Head. <laughs> you got to be careful what you wish for in Ghost Scout Training Camp. Because you might just get nicknamed Beef Rider. That is a juicy nickname, though. I love the name Beef Rider. That, cool, that's man. a sick name. Some of those names, like Deep Nuts. Like, Deep Nuts is, like, one of the best fucking names. Like, I fucking love Deep Nuts. <laughs> I can't remember if Cole liked it or not when he got it. He probably liked it. He probably liked it. Deep nuts. Deep there's nuts. A good, there's a lot of good nicknames this year, man. Dude, now that I now that we have the kind of like the new page up where it's the active roster format, I love it to just scroll through and look at all the code names. It's so funny, <laughs> dude. It's so they're all in alphabetical order. It's so hilarious. <laughs> they're so insane. So I don't know it's how so we came people. up with all those. What'd you say, Alex? It looks like there's a lot of people from compared to before. Totally. Because it was no, all. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and doing it alphabetically is cool because then there's, they're so mixed in with each other the girls and the guys and everybody. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's so cool. I love that. I love that format. I love that format. <laughs> we got to come up with some names. We got to like look at where there's gaps in the alphabet now and be like, we need like one that starts with the letter Z. We got to try to like, that's the new mission oh for this yeah. year is all the code names to start with a new letter that hasn't been used yet. Oh, that's a good challenge. That's yeah. a good challenge. The alphabet challenge. Zebra face. <laughs> zebra. Zebra, face is, zebra face is a good one, kind of. Zebra. Zebra face. Zebra face. Workshop it. Workshop it. Workshop it. Yeah. Zebra no. Zebra person. Zebra person. Zebra rider. 
computer person. Dude, those are my favorites. My favorites, Office Guy and Computer Person. Yeah, Office Guy and Computer Person are really funny. Are really funny. I, w- I feel like there should be, like, you know how, like, they would have the Marvel cards back in the day? And then they would have, like, yeah. Marvel team-ups, like Cyclops and Spider-Man. <laughs> like, we need, like, we need, like, Ghost Scout. Dude, how sick would it be if we had Ghost Scout trading cards? And then, like, you could get, like, the team-ups. Like, like Counselor team-up. Fucking, you know, you have these like, different weird team-ups. Yeah, just go Oh man, that would be so hilarious! If there's a that we need like a card company out there to sponsor us, we need like tops to approach oh, us and be like oh, Ghost oh, Scout, oh, Ghost oh, Scout oh. exclusive oh. training cards, <laughs> Ghost Scout training cards. <laughs> it's like okay, there could be like a Pokemon oh, game. Not. There could be a whole Pokemon game involved in it where people could oh, battle dang, with that... their Ghost Scout oh, cards stop. and shit. We each have like our own like HP and moves that we can use. You could do yes, like a whiskey. Never... You could do a whiskey slap battle with the cards. Like you roll a dice. Like your whiskey slap is a level five. Like you slap <laughs> the shit out of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I never even learned how to play those games, magic games or uh, Pokemon's. Like I just pretended that I'm. I just made up the rules. Yeah, yeah. yeah magic yeah. the yeah, Gathering. The you gotta like turn them sideways. Yeah, Magic the Gathering came out. That came out when I was in, like, like I think early high school or maybe late middle school or something. And we, we, were, we were wicked into that. We would go. There was this place called Main Street Music where they sold, like, CDs. And it was in my parents' town. And then they started selling the Magic cards. And then they set up some tables. And the, we could go and play there. And we used to go and play there after school. It sounds so nerdy. It didn't seem that nerdy. And I don't know. I guess it was... It hadn't. It was pretty new, Dude, so like everybody it. was kind of into it, and we would all go there and like do it and battle. But yeah, it was probably pretty nerdy. But, uh, but yeah, you tap them. You like tap the. You have to tap like the cards that are in use and stuff like that. It's, Your mana, dude. You gotta tap. Yeah, you gotta, the mana. Yeah, I, you know, for the I wasn't gonna get too into the terminology because I didn't want to sound too. <laughs> <I'm good. laughs> no, no, I definitely had like a Shivan dragon and shit. Like there was like cards that were like super like this card's worth fifty dollars. Like they would have like it was like weird because like it was like wow. trading cards where like they had value. And like yeah. there was rare ones and shit, and then the rare ones would be like really good to have in your in your battles too. Like that was like the ill yeah. battler cards and shit. But yeah, and yeah, you'd also trade them and sell them and like. You no, go, I remember like, going to the mall. They had those stores with yeah. the glass case. You just look at cards. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. No. Stupid totally. Cards. Yeah. 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 It's not even. It's not even a toy. It's not even 3D. It's a fucking piece of cardboard. You're like, I, you're like, can I see that? You're like, I could rip this in half right now. You just rip it up. This is a card. This is a piece of paper. You fucking piece of shit. Get this fucking out of here. Fucking nerd. <laughs> Oh. Kyle, meanwhile, Kyle has like binders of Pokemon. Yeah, Kyle's cards. right now. He's at a magic tournament right now. No, they have those still, dude. I think I saw some. Doc- I think I, I watched some documentary. I think about like they have like nationally ranked magic players and like people that like do it for a living and shit. They like they, like win like small amounts of money at tournaments and shit like that. Yeah. Dude, I found I found some Pokemon cards on the street one day, and now I put it I put it behind my doors to protect me. Like, oh, nice. Like, Asian people do that sometimes. They put quarters in the corners of every room for good luck and bring money. That's cultural. That's cultural. cultural. I like that. Yeah. We get culture here. Yeah. 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 These totems. Pokemon's a good move, too. Pokemon's a good move. Yeah. I think one of them is a ho ho. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. 
I have yeah. no idea. Rare, I, I don't know anything about Pokemon other than <laughs> other than Pikachu. Pikachu is the only <laughs> thing that I know about. Tell me, tell me, what, what does a ho-ho look like in your mind? A ho-ho, well, first of all, a ho-ho is some <laughs> kind of like, it's some kind of like snack treat that Hostess makes. So in my mind, it's like, in my mind, it's like a coconut ball. It's like some kind of coconut snowball thing. And then, but, but, but if it's going to battle, then maybe it has, it can, it can come out like a sea urchin and all these fucking spikes shoot out. And then it's all can get, like, you go to eat it. It's like a trick it's Pokemon. A it's a trick Pokemon mm. where it's in the, it's on the ground and you pick it up and try to eat it. And when you bite it, all the spikes come out and then it fucking cuts your whole face oh. and your mouth to shit mm -hmm. and it fucks you up. And that's how it beats you. Well, I like that version better. You, that's, that's pretty close. That's pretty close to the real thing, guys. You know, you know out there, you Pokemon, Pokemon. There's people Pokey women, Pokey men and women. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is 2017. Pokey men and Pokey women. But Pokey, <laughs> but Pokemon doesn't mean man, right? It's like M O N. What is? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> They'd be like, "Give me those Pokemon cards." <laughs> like it's fucking Pokemon. You That's super chauvinist. That's super chauvinist, man. I know. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Those Pokemans. Pokemans. <laughs> Amen. Give me those Pokemans. Pokey do. What up, Pokey do? <laughs> Pokey do. That was what I was talking about. Yeah, I know. I know. It's all like older people, too. They're always like, you played that Pokemon? Is that because of the accent on the O? No, I mean, it's Pokemon because I think Mon means for like monsters, right? But right, then but some people say man like that. Accent. They're like, what's up, man? It's like, <laughs> you know, what's up, man? So it's like, those, <laughs> it's like people people mix those two together. That's like the Jamaican thing, right? Like, come to Jamaica. Come to Jamaica, Pokemon. Play some Pokemon. Play some Pokemon. I don't know. The origins. The origins. There's no of... stoner Pokemon, are there? What's that? There's no stoner Pokemon. No what in Pokemon? Stoner Pokemon? The owner? Stoner. Stoner? Stoner Pokemon? Oh, stoner Pokemon. Oh, like a Not character that so. smokes weed in Pokemon? Tokimons. Well, Tokimons. Is that a thing? Did you just make <laughs> that up? Uh, I didn't make it up, but I have a pipe that says Tokimon. Oh, that's and good. And Pikachu is like smoking a bong in the front. Oh, that's hilarious. Allegedly. 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 This is all There's hypothetical. This is all hypothetical. Oh my God! We'll end this out because we got to wrap this Thanks, up. Dude. But but yo, yeah. dude, I, I've been listening. I listened to fucking. If <clears throat> I did it. What's that? It's the it. So it's a book written by O.J. Simpson. I mean, with a ghostwriter. But this Whoa. was like after <laughs> after he had gotten, you know, acquitted of murdering. You know his wife is 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 his ex wife Nicole Brown Simpson, oh, and then that waiter. The, What's that? The any if with a small if. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So it's mm -hmm. so he he was he was broke afterwards because he lost the civil lawsuit, right? And, yeah. Uh, like the Goldman family, the dude Ron Goldman, who was like the waiter that was bringing some gla someone's glasses to back to Nicole. You know, you guys are familiar with the story, but. This dude, like, you know, walked in, walked in on this thing and got murdered. And uh, it was bad timing on his part. 
and uh, his family sued OJ in civil court after he got off for murder. They sued him for in a civil trial and won. He was found guilty of the murders in the civil trial. That has no criminal penalties, and that doesn't mean he can be tried again for the for the crime because you could only be tried for a crime once or something like that. Some kind of yeah. I don't know weird double indemnity law or some shit. I don't know. I'm a dumb dumb, but. <laughs> but, but 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 so so he was broke so they got all his money they got like a 30 million dollar settlement from oj because he murdered their son right so oj owes them like all the money he's ever gonna make basically and so he decided to write this book he got this book deal to write this book called if i did it and it was going to be his hypothetical confession to the murder. Oh, okay. 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 And he had it set up where like the money was going to go to like his kids, but really it was going to go to him. Like it was all this like bullshit or whatever. Uh-huh. So anyway, the Goldman family went after the book rights because he owed them all this money and they got the book rights. So there was actually this public outcry at the time where the publisher, it was, it was, uh, whatever Rupert Murdoch, the Fox Corporation, they whatever whatever imprint, like Simon & Schuster, whichever one is theirs, they were going to put out the book. But then there was such a public outrage against the book that they canned the book before it came out. They were like, okay, we're not putting this book out anymore. But then eventually Uh-oh. the Goldmans decided to sue OJ for the book and put it out because they they realized that it was basically his his confession. And this was going to show everybody that, you know, if you didn't already know, this guy's fucking guilty and they're going to stop him from getting the money from the book and they're going to be able to recoup some of their lawsuit in the oh. process. You know what I'm saying? I think they give the money to like aware to like crime, you know, abuse prevention things or something like that. Like they're not trying to they seem mm-hmm. pretty genuine. They're not trying to cash in on it. Doesn't sound like. But uh, but this book, dude, is so bananas because like you guys were younger, but. You know, O.J. Simpson was like an A-list celebrity, right, at the time. He's in movies. He was in the Naked Gun movies, which were, like, extremely popular. Like, I grew up, like, loving those movies. And he plays this, like, lovable, like, character who's always getting, like, run over by cars or, like, falling down the the fucking... He's, like, in a wheelchair falling down the 20 steps. Like, he's the character that something bad is always happening to. He's, like, this cop. And it's super funny. And he was, like, he was hilarious. And, um, and, you know, obviously he's a hall of fame, one of the best running backs of all time and stuff. So he's this super famous American icon. And, uh, and, and, and then this happens to him. And then. Where are the movies any good? The naked gun movies are super funny, dude. The naked, we didn't watch, didn't we watch the naked gun when you were here one of the years, year five, we didn't watch naked gun. No, we didn't watch naked gun. It's so funny. We should. We did it. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, this was this was like like they they when the verdict was read for the OJ trial like like in school like when you're in school as a kid like they wheeled in the TV and you were watching this. Like that's how big of a thing this was in the country at the time. Like this was like it was like it was like they were making they, you know there was like there was like racial divides over this it was like there was huge cultural implications for it so there's nobody that didn't know everything about this case and then it was so crazy that then he goes and writes this fucking book the 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 fucking sack on this guy or whatever the crazy ego maniacalness 
he so it's it's a uh, it's 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 written in his voice so this book if i did it it's so bonkers it's if for anybody that likes true crime stuff you know there's a big true crime thing going on right now people love like serial that podcast and all these true crime stories and shit and i've always loved that shit that's why i love that last co- podcast on the left it's all like true crime shit and um so so, you know, he writes this fucking, he gets this book written. He sits down with this ghostwriter and, and, and writes this book. So it's in his voice. It's like in OJ's voice. Like you're sitting with OJ and he's like, yeah, you know, so we met her and we were like going out and we were having a great time, you know, cause she's a gorgeous girl and blah, blah. It's like, just like you're sitting with OJ and he's telling you the 17 year relationship that he had with Nicole. Okay. The whole story all the way through from the beginning. And then halfway through the book, it gets to the night of the murder. And then he Uh goes, and then he goes, now remember, this part is hypothetical. And then the story continues where he tells about the murder. And then it just goes on from there to the end of the story. And he never like says like, you know, like another thing that could have happened. But it's like right after that. But he's like, he's like, you know. Then they came at me and they were like, they didn't understand that I was innocent. Like, I'm innocent of this. So he has the chapter of murdering them. And then right afterwards, he just goes on talking about how he's like super innocent and everything. It's like, it's the book is such a mind fuck. And it's such a crazy, like, artifact that exists from like American history. It's so bizarre, man. It's really captivating because it's a really also like, I mean, it's totally skewed. It's written from OJ's perspective and it's like how he's the greatest guy in the world. And like, you know, Mm -hmm. they, they were clearly both sort of troubled people, very rich, lived a life of excess in a lot of ways, you know what I'm saying? Partied hard and, and lived it up and shit. And they had their differences and it's really a tragic story about, you know, a relationship gone wrong and then a guy losing his mind and fucking murdering the shit out of these people because he didn't just murder them. Like, he basically cut her head off. He stabbed her, like, 30-something times. He stabbed Ron Goldman, like, 70-plus times. Like, like Ron what? Goldman, like, new martial her arts. And then stabbed her? Uh, stabbed the he head like, of his body? He like, he, like, knocked her down and then, like, he, he had, like, stabbed her up and then, like, he killed Ron Goldman like Ron Goldman knew some martial arts and he tried to like fight OJ and OJ just like OJ's a monster. You know, he's giant. Yeah. He's a professional uh, yeah, athlete. Dude. He murdered the shit out of Ron Goldman, like up against a fence. Like he had nowhere to go. And he just stabbed this dude. Like all he was defensive uh-huh. wounds, like defensive wounds, like all over his arms and his hands uh-huh. and just fucking murdering the wow. shit out of it. It's wicked, grisly and gruesome. Like if you haven't seen there's they last year for the 20th anniversary ESPN did a 30 for 30 special like six hour like series on this or something like that. It's like six or eight hours and it's super in-depth and it shows all the crime scene photos and like we've seen some of them, but they show the one with her head almost cut off. You can see her larynx inside her throat, like her windpipe and shit. It's like brutal. Like, like he was, he was like drenched in blood and he talks about it. He basically, Mm -hmm. he doesn't in the book, he doesn't describe actually stabbing them he leads you right up to the moment where he's like he's knocked down uh uh nicole and then he's squaring off with ron goldman and he's like this motherfucker thinks he knows karate i'm about to show this motherfucker a thing or two it's like so crazy dude it's so insane and then he basically says like he blacked out and then he wakes up covered in blood and then they're dead and he's like what the fuck happened 
Like, it's so crazy, dude. So he doesn't talk about the actual stabbing, but he talks about everything else. But so basically, he goes and murders Ron Goldman, and then he goes back and then, like, basically, like, grabs Nicole's hair, puts his foot in her back, and then slits her throat so hard he almost cuts her head all the way off. Wow. Yeah. Super crazy, super intense, like grisly, wow. grisly shit. So truly, it's this tragic tale of just this, you know, this love story, you know, this 17-year relationship. And the, their kids were in the house where it happened. They were, they were allegedly asleep. Did they find them? The kids, I think, found the bodies. And then called the cops. I think oh. other people called the cops because there was a commotion. And I think... Oh. Yeah, I, I don't I can't remember exactly exactly how it all ended because OJ left and he actually was gonna go. He had like a like a uh, um, uh, like a he he was a spokesman for Hertz Rent a Car, and he went. He had like a, a an event scheduled, and he was like he like rushed home to make a flight that he was already scheduled to make. So he like murdered them and then like literally jetted home, cleaned up, had to sneak in the back so that the like the limo waiting for him wouldn't see him coming back from murder, you know, to be able to like ID him for that. And then like jumped in this fucking limo and then like flew off to this place. And then like, you know, the cops called him and they're like, your wife's been murdered. And he's like, oh, my God. And then he came back and like he wasn't he. You know, he wasn't arrested for like a couple of days. And I remember this vividly because not only was I watching the New York Knicks in the finals, that 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 team that we were just talking about, they were in this was like 94 or something like that or 92, 90, I forget, 94, I think they, the playoffs were on and this cut in live the Bronco chase. We were watching like a riveting playoff game and then all of a sudden the Bronco chase cuts into it. And we're watching the Bronco chase live, the OJ Bronco chase. You guys know about that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically, he was supposed to turn himself into the police a few days later because they're like, okay, like, basically, you're now the main suspect. We're going to arrest you. And then he decided to jump into a car with a gun to his own head. And his best friend was driving on the L.A. freeway and that giant crazy car chase went down. You know what I'm saying? That whole thing went down. And that cut in live when we were watching it. So so I experienced that live and in real time and became super cap captivated and fascinated by it from the from the jump because I was like loved O.J. and shit. And then um, and then. Like I would watch Sports Center every morning before I went to school in like high school or whenever that was, and so it started to be covered on Sports Center every day because OJ was involved. So like, so like, and then it became like the trial of the century and all that. So, so I remember it all super vividly and it was super crazy. But yeah, I had never read or listened to that book, and uh, yeah, I just listened to it the other day, and it's only like six hours long. And it's like, you know, being someone that's so interested in the subject and then like, oh, my God, like I I guess I hadn't really thought about how surreal it was going to be because I didn't really know what the book was going to be, you know, but like then you're listening to it and you're like, oh, my God, he's retelling the murder like this is fuck. How is this happening? This is crazy. So it's super crazy. And like he's getting out of jail in October because he's in jail for like the robbery thing, you know, and he's been in jail for like 10 years, but he's about to get out of jail. So that's fucking, 
that's the crazy whole thing is insane but yeah if, for anybody that's interested in the oj saga or true crime stuff in general and is as is aware of the oj stuff at all um super what a weird artifact that exists in the world to have this guy who got who got away with the murder of the century and then turns around and writes his own confession of it but it's so weird because it's like he doesn't offer any like alternatives to what could have happened he's never like i'm gonna hunt down the killer like it's just like he's just like and this part's hypothetical just for that one chapter and then like nothing else about it it's like it makes no sense it's like as if someone punched it in and they're like you're just hearing the story and then it's like and then this is hypothetical and then it's just like this story keeps going on but it's like the same exact story of just like the things he did like earlier that afternoon and then like but then the things that happened this evening i'm just speculating on what might have happened it's like super super weird and he says someone was there with him which may or not which may or may not be true um but he says that someone was there with him and 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 kind of you know was was part of it not not part of the murder but witnessed it and was part of his conversations about it and then part of him disposing of the knife and his bloody clothes and all this shit but people are skeptical of whether that's true or not so super strange super weird wow but bringing it back, bringing it back. So anyway, we're at, we're at a, we're at a buck 20 on this boring sports podcast. So we better, (laughs) (laughs) this is going to be where the podcast dies. Oh my God. Those bros. Now they're just a bunch of bros. If we, now all we need to do is we'll we'll just start talking about hunting after this. And then everybody will be like completely (laughs) alienated. I had some, uh, Chicken franchise, but with venison today. Oh yeah, was it good? I'm from a party. That was good. Yeah, right. venison's super good. good. Venison's yeah, super yeah. underrated meat. You know, it when... tastes like chicken. It's like chicken. It's like what? Maybe they just gave me chicken. <laughs> They're <laughs> like, this is white. This is like this is albino venison that you're eating. <laughs> No, deer deer doesn't taste at all like chicken. It definitely doesn't taste at all like chicken. Uh, and they gave me the wrong one because they gave my uncle one, and I gave they gave me one. And I guess I took the chicken. Yeah, it's like a red meat. It's like a dark red meat. And it tastes like it. Yeah, it's like a. If you've ever had like like lamb or something like that, that's like if, you know, that's like the ballpark. You know, it's like a gamier, like has a little bit more kind of flavor and a little more of an unexpected flavor to it. Fleshy. But it's super fucking good. It's super good. It's, it. it's so good and it's wicked lean it's like super high protein and shit because they're just like running running the fuck around out there trying not to get murdered and eaten <laughs> <laughs> they're like yeah. so scared all the time oh my god it's another person with a gun these woods are full of people with guns trying to but, fucking eat me it's like the worst friend, nightmare of any living creature <laughs> my friend told me to, uh, today I was talking to him on the phone and he told me then he got invited to a barbecue, and uh, unknowingly, it was a vegan barbecue. And I was like, that's not even a barbecue, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's funny. How oh, dare you, you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you slapping <laughs> people. Like, Wait, what? This you isn't a me. fucking barbecue. What are you, fucking <laughs> grilling bananas on here? This is fucking <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> you just burning trees, man. <laughs> Oh, shit. Shout out to the vegans. We got some vegan scouts out there. We had some dank vegan options to the community dinners at Go Scout Training Camp good. this year. That good. was the definitely bomb. The curry was bomb. But yeah, yeah I think good. if you're having a cookout then and, and you weren't planning on cooking any meat and you're inviting someone that does eat meat, 
you probably want to like let them know that like if yeah, they, you know, sure. you're doing <laughs> some veggie saying. shit, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and just, just as someone, you know, just as usually if you're like going to a cookout, people will be like, do you have any like, Burgers. you know, if, it, yeah, unless you're bringing your own food there, they're going to go like, do you have any like, you know, food preferences or whatever, you know, people usually ask you, you know, so if you're like, yes. oh, I'm vegetarian, whatever, okay. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're going to hit I, you uh, with the, the tofu dog. <laughs> Mexican street corn flavored corn yesterday though. That was bomb. Wait, street corn flavored corn? <laughs> street corn. It's just corn on corn, it man. Was, my aunt made this corn with a recipe from Mexican street corn. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> You're like, I had street corn flavored corn. It's like, is that just a piece of corn that you rubbed on the street? You're like, yo. You just rub corn together. <laughs> you just rub corn on the street, and then it's this corn is street corn flavored. Yo, have you tried this new trash corn out of my garbage? Oh, I love street corn. Oh, I love trash <laughs> corn. When someone when someone throws away a half eaten piece of corn and then it becomes trash corn and then you eat the trash corn, that's the best corn. That's my favorite. Corn is vegan, right? Corn is vegan. Corn is vegan, I guess so, but it's probably alive. I mean, it's it's alive. It's screaming, man. Like they're proving that they're proving every time you take a bite, man, silently screaming man. its fucking guts out, dude. I agree. Like I agree. You know what I'm saying? That's extremely like. Uh, I don't know what the word of discrimination is for that, but that's highly discriminatory. That's definitely sentient. It's sentientist. You're, that's very yes. sentientist. There you go. There you go. To just snap, to rip a vegetable, to snap a vegetable uh, off of its living, kind of off of its roots, them? off of its roots, yeah. and then cutting it into pieces and then gnashing it up. Well, they did. They did that thing, you know, as as we're all Rogan. Uh, acolytes, uh, we know that you know that they that they've that they that they've proven that plants are much more sentient than previously believed. That when you play a recording of an insect eating a plant next to that kind of plant, that plant starts producing chemicals to repel the 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 insect. You know what I'm saying? So they're communicating with each other and creating defenses to try to survive and stuff. So. You know, the, I don't know what exactly sentient is, but the fact that they're communicating through chemicals and through noises and all this stuff is we know that, you know, we know that also there's a lot of chemical communication that happens like in the roots of different plants and that there's like a kind of a fungus internet. You know, I've heard that, that, you know, the, some of that science stuff about how there's like a, fu- in, there's like a certain fungal yeah. internet that Giant. like, Giant. yeah, that connects up all these fucking plants in an area and miles. they're like transferring nutrients and shit like dude i mean if you're listening if you hear that stuff and you think that you know plants aren't sentient and that you know that uh that eating animals is so much of a world of difference from eating plants i mean that's i feel like that is kind of a limited scope on uh on on existence i mean i always used to think that when i was a kid i was like but but plants are alive too like how is that that much difference so sure it's definitely interesting it's uh good to be open-minded good to be open-minded about that shit rather than just saying no man fucking it's no it's totally different man you know like people are so quick to like just double down on their point of view i'm not saying one way or the other like 
You know, I mean, it's like life is like animals are out there eating each other raw, like right now in my forest, just like gnashing each other alive. So like the fact that, you know, we go out there and, and plus like human beings wouldn't be human beings without hunting, you know what I'm saying? That's what made us evolve and shit. So, you know, it's such a part of our history and, and the fact that all of a sudden now, like the, you talk about privilege, the fact that you can just walk into the store and buy any kind of food you want. And now people are shitting on each other because they eat a certain type of food that humans like needed to evolve in evolution this whole time yeah. and all this shit. And now all of a sudden we're so privileged that we don't need to do that. And then people start judging each other on it. It's so, it's so silly. It's so stupid. It's like, crazy, I mean, man. listen, I'm, if you, if you're vegan, if you're that, I love it. That's great. I have no, no yes, problem yes. with that. You know what I'm saying? But to, to start to get super judgy on how other people live their lives. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I've definitely been there. I used to get super judgy about people's energy using decisions. When I was got super into solar power and renewable energy, I would just used to get like mad that people like weren't as into it and like, what the fuck's wrong with people? But then you realize like, man, people are just trying to do their best. And a lot of people are just like, doing what everybody around them is doing, you know? So, you know, yep. you got to give people the benefit of the doubt. For and sure. They're, mu- they're going to be much more, they're going to be much more open to listening to your point of view. If you are being open-minded too, and not trying to like shove it down their throat and like, you know, I don't know. I, I think it's cooler mm-hmm. to like have a conversation with someone, a two-way conversation rather than trying to tell them what's right and wrong. Cause there's no right and wrong. You know what I'm saying? There's no right yeah. and wrong. Like it's just people make choices and the world the world does its thing and nature adapts and you know shit man without these houses we'd be getting eaten alive too and people wouldn't be giving a fuck what they were eating they'd be fucking trying to fucking climb up a tree and eat some bugs so they wouldn't get eaten by a bear or some shit you know like it's like you only get to think of these things when you're in like an ultra pampered society like fucking hunter gatherers in the jungle aren't like dude you're eating that fucking wild boar you you're such a piece of shit like you know like some fucking <laughs> natives in the amazon they're not like judging each other because someone ate a wild boar you know no that's true one of the nights i camped i was staying up late doing work in the cabin and uh, i heard a coyote attack i guess there's a rabbit i heard ah! and then I yeah and then <laughs> that shit freaked me out like, man it was yeah. like a lady screaming fucking and then and then like a week later um, I'm in the middle of the night. I hear patting like, and then I start freaking out. And I get grab my knife. And I just sit there. I'm like waiting for this coyote to pounce. I can't believe you guys are all waiting with a knife. Like, why wouldn't you go out and look for it? I'd be like going out there and shining my light around with the knife. Yeah, but if if it if it if I open it and it attacks me, I'm like. Fuck. <laughs> It's just waiting. It's waiting right outside, like like right around the corner from your tent. And as soon as you like, you put your flashlight out. It just chews your hand off, and your light's gone. And then you're like, ah! and then it comes in and chews your other hand off with the knife, and the knife's gone. So I wait for the impact, and then oh my god, oh my god. Um, but but it ended up being your dog who escaped. Right, yeah. yeah, it was, yeah, it was Keenan. He was on the loose. Everyone was super freaked out and like shitting yeah. in their tent and like waiting <laughs> for a bear to attack them. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was freaking out. I was freaking out. 
No, because if it is a predator like a bear, again, we know that story about that dude going on his bear hunting trip and then a bear fucking rushing into his tent and trying to eat the shit out of him. So if there is a predator out there, they're not going to wait for you to poke your head out, dude. They're going in super strong. So I'd be like more likely to try to get a look at it and try to scare it off, maybe maybe kind of catch it off guard rather than just fucking wait there like a fucking hot pocket. You're a hot pocket in the microwave, bro. You're in your sleeve. You're warming up in your little hot pocket and sleeve in your in your fucking in your in your uh, making it all tasty for that bear sleeping bag you're marinating in your own juices in that fucking sleeping bag that bear is coming in and eating that burrito dude that's just a burrito right there yeah i would i would fucking gladly take me bear oh dude, it would just eat, yeah, it, would eat your, it would just start to eat your guts and eat your asshole and then eat your dick and fucking, you're just watching it happen. You're just passing you're just out. Yeah. You're passing out and then waking back up and your stick is still getting eaten by a bear and you pass oh. out and you wake back up and now it's just eating oh. your nuts. Oh, fuck. oh my gosh. <laughs> I'll just have myself. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Jeez. You might as well at that point. That's fucked, man. Jesus oh Christ. Gosh. All right. I'm, I'm looking around. I, I'm looking around. This camper's becoming like a ill spider den right now these giant spiders are all coming out of the woodwork right now climbing around this camper this was a sketchy scene we have some big ass there's like spiders the size of a quarter fucking crawling around on these walls i don't like it this is definitely sketchy. that's not that big i don't it's a just a big spider dude (laughs) that's a big spider like its body is very juicy. Like its body is the size. Of, its body is the, is like bigger than a blueberry. Like a big blueberry, dude. Oh, is it the white ones? Yeah, it's those barn spiders. Those giant. Oh, and they got like striped fat, legs. Juicy. Okay. Yeah, they're huh. they're not cool. I don't like spiders, and I really don't like evil. these spiders. Those are evil. They're evil, and they're hanging out everywhere. They're all over my house, and you squish oh, them, and they pop, and oh. they're full of like oh, yeah. brown liquid. They're just like. <clears throat> It's so juicy. <laughs> they're like this. They're like. Ooh, yeah, that's, <laughs> they sound like they're so fucking juicy. So, uh, you just hear like their exoskeleton like. <laughs> oh yeah, I was telling you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so juicy. <laughs> All right, what were you saying? <laughs> I was telling you. I was telling you like you. I was listening to one of the podcasts, and you're saying. Man, you know, you just got to live in your dream world. I live in my dream world. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dang, this fucking dream world has piss and shit and fucking puke everywhere. <laughs> I can live there. Oh, I know. Yeah, your world should be just like your work. You know what I'm saying? Piss and shit. It's like a draw It's like I'm living in a draw Oh, my God. That's hilarious, man. Word. All right. Well, this has been a good podcast, guys. This was good. I'm going to wrap it up. It's almost nine o'clock. So I got to fucking go in and and unwind a little bit. I've had five hours of vid chatting plus this. We got we were an hour and a half in. It's good. It's good. It's good that we didn't end on the sports stuff. People wouldn't have been happy if we ended on the sports stuff. We wrapped back around. We gave him some more perverted shit. We talked about some grisly sports murders, at least sports murders are probably better than just sports. So. Sports murders into scout murders. Sports bears. murders. So yeah, um, is but there yeah. anything? Is there anything? Where, where can these? Where can people find you? They can certainly find your links off of the active roster page. I forgot to mention that in the past. Any of the people that have appeared on the podcast that you want to check out, 
that are Go Scouts, you can go to the active roster page and uh, most people are linked up off of there. So whatever their preferred website or social media is, is going to be linked off of that. So like Truminati and, and Meat Prowler. And uh, where can people check out your guys' links? So Dusty Lucas here, a.k.a. Alexander Lansang. You can hit me up on alexanderlansang.com. That's L-A-N-S-A-N-G. Uh, that's also my Instagram and Facebook. Account. So, yeah. Nice. Nice. What about you, Kyle? Nice. Um, I gotta send you my link for the active roster. Oh, sl- like, slacking, dude! I know, I know. Slacking. That's Whoa. <laughs> boo! I, I, <laughs> yo, don't be booze anymore. Boo! <laughs> boo! I know we should bring back the booing. Boo. Super hard. We gotta bring back the booze. Yeah. Bro. No, you can find me on Instagram though. Um, I think there you go. Name is at KJ Schmitty. There you go. I think that's it. Schmitty All morbid. Right. All right. What did you say? Pretty morbid. Pretty yes, morbid. yes, yes. Smitty, Smitty Warbin Man Jensen. <laughs> no, Smitty Warbin Man Jensen. Morbid, he was the one. Check him out. Morbidgenitals.com. Don't, yes, don't, don't, don't type that in. Please don't it's type KJ that in. That's definitely a real website. That's just a screenshot. Tweet a screenshot at there. That oh. is definitely, yeah. Private message, Kyle. Uh, uh, disgruntled yeah. genitals yeah. disgruntledgenitals.com you can DM Kyle DM Kyle all your concerns about genital disgruntled genitals, genital concerns infections, etc text Kyle at, a picture and he will respond to you at KJ Schmitty 5 on Instagram <laughs> everybody Stay dabbing. Stay dabbing. Dab, 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 dab. Hashtag dab. All right, guys. All right, check you next. Or I'll stop recording, and then we can uh, end it off real quick. And that was a banging old juicy, meaty, spicy tuna podcast, guys. That was amazing. You know what I'm saying? I had so much fun talking with the boys. Hopefully you all enjoyed it too. I know we took a lot of twists and turns there. That was just the boys back in town. You know what I'm saying? Back in podcast town. Chewing that old beef jerky. You know what I'm saying? That was the boys on a hike up the mountain. Getting to the summit and breaking out that bag of summit gummies. And chewing them bitches down. You know what I'm saying? We were just chewing it up on that podcast. That podcast just got chewed up like some bubble gum. And blown up and popped like some really fun bubbles. Because that's what we do here. We have fun. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody that's been buying posters from me. That's a big, 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 awesome help and thank you and a way to appreciate the podcast you know what I'm saying if you like what I do you know what I'm saying go over to goshrimpglobal.com pick yourself up a poster get your cousin a poster you know what I'm saying the holidays are coming soon start be that person that gets your gifts going early you know what I'm saying go over and order a bundle of posters and give them to all your friends they will be astounded you know what I'm saying they will love you forever um there's a little bit of uh information about the uh next round round three of the online workshop if people are uh early birds looking to get reserve a spot to get a spot on that you can go check it out on the website right now um hopefully everybody is 
you know, getting that whiteboard, marking up that whiteboard, writing down your goals for the week. You know what I'm saying? Get that little magnetic dry erase board, stick it on your fridge so you can write down the goals that you want to get done this week and each day. You know what I'm saying? Keep a little, write, write down your goals for the week on one side and then keep a little space for just some daily notes, daily goals to write down, stuff to remember throughout the day. I promise that it will increase your productivity. You know what I'm saying? Keep it positive, guys. Keep that morale high, ladies. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we are. We have so many great people to get on this podcast. I cannot wait to share my friends with the world, guys, because I have uh, the best friends. You know what I'm saying? I got cousins all over the world. I got Ghost Scouts all over the world, and we are getting up and getting our shit done and everyone is going to be jumping up on this old juicy podcast and it's going to be so much fun for everybody and it's going to be really the most fun for me you know saying this is a very selfish endeavor on my part because i get to just bask in these glorious podcast sessions there is nothing better you know saying than just chopping it up with your friends so hopefully everybody had a good listen you know what I'm saying, and uh, set those goals for the week and avoid the drama out there, you know what I'm saying, stand up to the powers of whackness, fuck the whackness that's going on out there, you know what I'm saying, let's do, let's get together guys, let's unite, you know what I'm saying, let's look for what everybody has in common rather than trying to make these divisions, these wounds, these cuts even deeper. You know what I'm saying? What can we do to try to connect people, to try to get people interested in each other's stories, interested in listening to what each other has to say? Because truly, that is where the big picture all connects up, when everybody has a voice. You know what I'm saying? When equality is for everybody, that's when we're really going to start to figure this shit out. You know what I'm saying? I am 100% for it. You know what I'm saying? No matter what you believe, no matter what you look like, no matter where you come from, you know what I'm saying? If you are here trying to keep it positive, keep an open mind, you know what I'm saying, and keep pushing things forward and making things better for everybody, then I'm down with you and let's fucking put it together. You know what I'm saying? I know we can do it. I'm working all the time to do just that. This podcast is to do just that. You know what I'm saying? Open people's minds. You know what I'm saying? Give some inspiration back because I'm so inspired by all the shit that I see people doing out there. All the dope shit. All the work my Ghost Scout homies are putting together, putting up. Shout outs to everybody being productive out there. You know what I'm saying? If you are following your passions in life, you're going to be a happy person. You're going to be a productive person. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be someone that wants to help other people accomplish their goals too. You know what I'm saying? I can tell you that from personal experience. You know what I'm saying? When you're a happy person, when you're living your dream life, all you want to do is help other people get to their dream life too. You know what I'm saying? It's the unhappy people. It's the jealous people out there that are trying to create these divisions. The haters. You know what I'm saying? But don't hate the haters because then you're a hater. You know what I'm saying? We got to open their minds up. We got to bring them into the fucking 
the car so we can clam bake it up. We can smoke them out with all these positive vibes and fucking get them to just chill the fuck out, guys. Because this life could be a lot better for everyone if we did. You know what I'm saying? Let's do it. All right? So until next week, everybody, set those goals. Send me your questions and fucking treat each other like the cool people that we all can be. All right? Peace.